Well, Ulysses, last week we discussed bold predictions as it pertains to the Tampa Bay Rays. Now let's discuss bold predictions as it pertains to Major League Baseball league-wide. I think we're going to be a little bit biased here, but this should be fun. It's bold predictions for MLB starting right now. You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. And we're the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making us your very first lesson every day. Be sure you check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Locked On Rays, as well as all the other traditional podcasting platforms. And as always, you can send us a email or voice memo to LockedOnRays at gmail.com. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Race. All right, Ulysses, let's get right into it. Bold predictions. And I am chomping at the bit to hear what your bold prediction is. Not necessarily for the Rays, but league-wide. I have a question before we start. How many bold predictions do you have? I just have one big, bold prediction, and then I know we have uh, some audience interaction as well, so I would run through those as my honorable mentions, if you will. How many okay, do you I, have? Do you just have, have a, a running tank? Okay. I have two. Uh, I'll go with the with the smaller of the two first. I think the Boston Red Sox will go from having 78 wins to sub-70. Ooh, okay. I think th- I think this this roster is just it's primed to be just selling parts at the trade deadline. It just it just seems that way. It's it screams that way. Justin Turner, come on. He's gone. He's gone out of there. Uh what can you expect from Chris Sale? Really? I mean, I, I, Pavetta, what what can they expect from him? You have Jackie Bradley Jr. I, I just I don't see a lot of umph you know, in, in yeah. that, in that Boston Red Sox uh, team, I, I think they are worse. They don't even have Trevor story anymore. So who do they, who do they have covering shortstop right now? Like Christian Arroyo, really? That's going to be your, your, he wasn't even good enough to, to be in the team for the Rays in 2018. Right. Remember that? Like he couldn't even yeah. get playing time back then. So you're telling me that this is their starting shortstop. I, I, I don't see how this team wins 70 games, honestly. It's a very uninspiring roster, and say that the uh, the Red Sox don't win seventy games. Does that mean that Heim Bloom gets canned? That was going to be the bold prediction, but I lowered it to just the the win total. I was okay. going to say that Heim is going to get uh, the boot. I think he gets one more year, bro. That's it. Okay. They 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 don't have that much patience up there in Boston for 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 this kind of idea that he wants to to do yeah. for for boston to can't to have a five-year rebuild with the red sox no one two no. years really at the most yeah so even so i think they're trying to be patient i think the ownership is trying but the fandom is giving them no, no slack whatsoever uh so yeah. it could happen i mean i could see i could see how if this team ends up with a 65 win total in 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 2023 
the Red Sox are just forced to let Chaim Bloom uh, go. I, I could see that. I could see that. But yeah. I don't think they will. I don't think they will. And I don't think they should. I think, you know, if if you want to go through a, a process and, and change the, the, the franchise, it's going to take time. It's going to take time. Right. Um, and you so, even mentioned, I mean, you, you mentioned up the middle with Christian Arroyo and can't can even play uh, shortstop coherently. You know, behind the plate, they no longer have Christian Vasquez. You know, a no. stalwart there. It's uh, Reese McGuire and Connor Wong. I, I just go through the Devers. It's it's the Boston Devers. That's that's Basically, what really. Yeah. I mean, what do you? I mean, they they want Tristan Cassis to to kind of come up big, um, with the bat. So maybe he he can do something. But honestly, I, I just don't see this this Red Sox team being more than than selling the veterans that they do have at the deadline for some pieces, which yeah. Could be a, a pretty good idea, you know, for for Heim to just load on prospects, uh, mm-hmm. and, and then and then kind of do that. So that's my that's my first big hey, prediction. I like it. Uh, if it means the Red Sox struggling, I am on board with that one hundred percent. I have no issue with that. So that's my bias bold prediction. Yeah. And <laughs> it just seems like I mean the 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 energy in the room there just has to be at a a terrible low right now, like yes. losing Xander Bogarts among the other Oof. moves and maneuvers and failures. It's just not a good look going into spring training. Like there's not no. that enthusiasm, that umph that you would want uh, yeah. as a team and as a fan base, quite frankly. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I just don't see it now. My, my, my biggest prediction is that Shohei Otani will get traded at the huh. He will get traded at the deadline. I just don't. First of all, I just I don't trust in the Angels anymore. Uh, I feel like they've they've made it very easy for all of baseball uh, fans to just not trust. And I know we all have gotten the 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 inkling of like, oh man, but this year might be the year with the Angels go off. I've I've stopped that thought for like the last five years. Like, no, show me that you can do it. And then, and then we can start believing in you. You can't just believe in somebody that just doesn't come through time and time and time and time again. Like, come on. Yeah. So that's the angel. So I don't trust them. That which means that they're not. You know, in my perspective, I don't think they're going to have a positive 2023. However, they do have the most, the, the best all around talent, the the freakish baseball player that we've ever seen in Shohei Otani. You're telling me that an Angels team that is not performing well is going to keep Shohei Otani and not trade him for prospects. I know it would only be a rental, but a rental for Shohei Otani for two months is going to net you good prospects. Like, I don't, I don't care what you say. Oh, it's only a, no, it's, it's a different kind of, if Nelson Cruz, if Nelson Cruz at 41 nets you Joe Ryan, I, I, and company, I think uh, Drew. I'm blanking on his name. Sorry, Drew. Drew Strotman. Drew Strotman. Thank you, Drew Strotman and, and, and Joe Ryan. You you net those two guys. You're telling for Nelson Cruz at 41 for a rental. You what? What can Shohei Otani get you? I mean, it's going. I don't see how he doesn't get traded at the deadline. You have to do that if you're the Angels GM. You have to do that. You cannot just say, well, yeah. our ticket sales are going to 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 take a hit. It doesn't matter, man. It doesn't matter. Like th- those two months of of ticket attendance going down does not make up for the prospects that you would be losing if you don't trade Shohei Otani. Could you trade Mike Trout and keep Shohei Otani? 
but you would actually have to make sure that Otani's going to stay with you uh, and and unlock and and set down the Brinks truck for him. So that's another factor as well. So, uh, but you mentioned he will be traded. Do you have an inkling as to where he would wind up? Would it be the Dodgers? Would it be the Mets? Would it be the Yankees? Would it be the Cardinals? Would it be the Padres? Unfortunately for, for race fans and, and for small market teams, I don't think he would be going to a small market team a, because the the money that he's owed. I think he yeah his last will uh last arbitration year went for twenty eight mil. I think twenty eight to thirty. So let's just say thirty for rounding uh, sakes. Uh, that's 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 a lot to pay for two months. Um, not thirty. Obviously, it's going to be prorated for two months. But so they have to have money. So small market teams might be on the outs, and they have mm-hmm. to have really good prospects. So it's in that in between. Can you pay? the money for Shohei Otani plus do you have a good farm system that's that's going to be the, the trick now if i if i want to think positively and and say hey you know what the rays only spent 11 million dollars in free agency they argued for 3 million dollars for arbitration they're just waiting for for the right candidate oh Shohei Otani is available at the yeah. trade deadline they go for Sho- they go for Shohei and 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 they have the prospects. You can think that way. I just don't see that happening. I think it's going to be a team like the Padres or or the Mets that are able to do that. I don't think their their farm system is anywhere near of the quality that the Rays are. But they have the guy that they have guys that that pull the trigger. The Rays just don't pull the trigger like that. Right. Now I've heard rumors that wherever Otani winds up that the team in return gets a lifetime supply of built bars. I've heard that across the well, grapevine. You might not be Shoei Otani, but you can get as many built bars as you want if you go to your local Sam's Club or Walmart. In fact, if you go to your nearest Walmart today, you walk to the pharmacy section and you can grab yourself a box of built bars. It could be cookies and cream, double chocolate, coconut puffs, whatever you want. And if you go to Sam's Club, same thing. You can grab a 13 bar box with brownie batter if if that's what uh, you like. But again, just remember built bars, you don't want the fat and calories, but you get a delicious treat. Okay, that's what you get. And you also get 100% real chocolate in all of the built Bars. That is 100% true. Only 130 calories and 4 grams of sugar and a whopping 17 grams of protein. So today, go to build.com. Or if you don't want to wait wait around, go to your nearest Walmart or Sam's Club and get yourself a box of built Bars today. Okay, my bold prediction. Uh, you mentioned the Boston Red Sox winning fewer than 70 games in 2023 yeah uh maybe a team that could swap and steal some of those wins is the baltimore orioles and maybe enough wins to once again it is expanded playoffs nowadays heck the rays with 86 wins made the playoffs let's not forget the baltimore orioles went 83 and 79 last year i mean they were playing legit meaningful baseball and September, mid-September, late September. I don't know the exact date yeah. that they were officially eliminated, but they were, you know, it was as close to playoffs as they've been since 2016. So that is my bold prediction is that the Baltimore Orioles find a way somehow, some way to make the playoffs. I'm not suggesting or saying that they're 
today a playoff caliber team, but that doesn't mean they can't sneak in one way or the other. And depending on how things go the first couple months of the season, maybe they go out and get that big acquisition that puts them over the hump or what they hope puts them over the hump. At the very least, again, I know they're a division rival, but um, it's just so depressing to see them over the previous, you know, before 2022. I mean, 2021, 52 wins, 2020, 25 and 35, which actually wasn't all that bad when you think about it. 2019, 54 wins, 2018, 47 wins, 2017, 75 wins. It's time. It's time to bring playoff baseball to the beautiful ballpark that is Camden Yards. And I think that um, this team has some momentum. They have uh, a lot of excellent, excellent young players on the rise, led by Adley Rushman, who, you know, there's people out there saying that he might go on our MVP votes this season, depending on how things go. Grayson Rodriguez, I know we don't like the prospect hug, but he could make the opening day roster. You have, and we mentioned this this week, how the Rays have fewer games against the AL East. Well, so do the Orioles. So maybe that helps them in some respect. Um, they have a legit closer in Felix Bautista. And, and I like that. Yeah, they, you know, if there's one thing that gives me hesitation about the Orioles is that they didn't go out and get, you know, a big name or two, which I wasn't really expecting them to, but they did add a couple of veteran pieces here and there. I think Adam Frazier is a solid second baseman that uh, can provide some guidance and leadership and some help. James, Mc, uh, James McCann as a, uh, as a compliment to Adley Rushman at the catcher position, I think could help maybe, you know, Frazier and McCann are the Eric Kinski and Cliff Floyd of the 2022 Baltimore Orioles. So that is my, again, it's bold predictions for a reason. Hey, the, the Orioles, they won 52 games in 2021. They won 83 in 2022, 2023. That means they should win 114 games. So no, I'm not saying that, but <laughs> that turnaround, man, that's, that's gotta do something for you. That's gotta, that has to have some innate help to, we're only a couple wins away from making the dance. We can do this. We, you know, Hey, we got Adley Rutschman, young superstar. Hey, look at what, uh, Santander did. We have some veterans on the team and Cedric Mullins, uh, Ryan Mountcastle is a pretty good player. Austin Hayes is a pretty good player. This team that, can, can show you some things. That lineup is, is really good. And if oh, it's a better lineup than the Rays, I mean, we, we can say that, that they'll have a better offense than the Rays in 2023. I, and that wouldn't be that bold, would it? Uh, yeah, no, no. They, 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 um, they were three games away from having the record that the race did. So let, yeah. let's just put that in perspective. And I know, I know race fans that never want to say anything negative about the, the team are going to just say injuries, 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 whatever. That the, the Orioles not have injuries? Well, not as meaningful. It doesn't matter. They play the game, man. Three yeah. games difference. So um, I, I do like your bold prediction. I do agree with you that a having the same teams go to the dance all the time gets boring uh, and, and, and mm -hmm. more com competitive teams should be the, the aim for every league in sports. You don't want, you know, or the Orioles being in the tank for, for seven years, that that's, that that's not right. Uh, yeah. That's up to them obviously to, to right. do better, but they did better. They did better last year. That bullpen was was quite incredible. If can they do that again? That's going to be my my biggest question about the 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 the, the Orioles this year. Can they do the same yeah. thing with the pitching that they did last year? Obviously, moving the fence back and upping the 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 height the, of yeah, said fence that uh, that helped. Uh, yeah. But 
yeah, I, I would watch out for the pitching, but yeah, the, the, definitely they have the 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 offensive production there to to make some noise. And like you said, the fact that they're not playing 19 games against the Jays, the Rays, uh, the Red Sox, and, and the Yankees mm-hmm. is definitely going to help them. It's definitely going yeah. to help them. Uh, they in any other division, the Orioles last year would be one or two. You know, right? They they would be, be they would be benefited by by playing against lower competition, which they will this year. So that's a yeah. I I I agree that I would like the Orioles to be good. Now the problem right. is Kevin. That now let's let's play your scenario. The Baltimore Orioles are going to the playoffs in 2023. Who is not making the dance? Uh, it, in could the the it could mean the race. It could mean the race. It could mean the race. It could mean the Rays. Uh, I I would say just because I don't want to. Uh, I would say maybe the Jays are the disappointment. Maybe yeah. The the offensive downtick uh, from all the trades and, and acquisitions that they did. Maybe that hurts them. The pitching doesn't quite live up to expectations from from the Jays. But I don't know, man. Now could could or- you have all four? Could you have four teams from the AL East make the playoffs? Uh, essentially, you, you you have the three division winners and three wild cards. So you could it could happen. I mean, that would be that would be very <laughs> yeah that would be really fun, and that would basically prove to everybody uh, yet again that the AL East is the best division in in MLB. But it would be very yeah. tough. I, it, it would be very. We tough. Are but the, I think uh, it could we, be made because of the scheduling, right? The scheduling it, it would could. possibly allow the 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 raisin company to just feast. On everybody else that would be fun yeah uh the al east is to mlb what the sec is to college football maybe not to that extent but you get my drift there i'm okay. um, getting to some comments bold prediction comments from the listeners out there john says pirates finish second in the central brandon Lau leads the league in homers blake snell gets cy young votes dodgers don't make the playoffs uh, Matt Germain says cards finish third in the NL central, the diamondbacks and pirates finish above 500. The Texas Rangers are tops in the AL West and the blue Jays miss the playoffs. And then Alex Mullen says, your Don wins the triple crown in 2023. Ulysses out of all those comments and predictions there, what do you think is most likely? And if you want me to run through them again, I can. I could I could see the Diamondbacks finishing above 500. I okay. could see that. I could yeah. see that. Again, they would be benefited by not having to play the Dodgers and the Padres however many times that they have to. And they they're a better team now. They they're a better right. team than than they have been and and they've shown some promise. So, I think the Diamondbacks finishing above 500 is not so crazy. I do think it's insane, Chris, that Brandon Lau would lead the the league in home runs. I think that is as bold as you possibly could get. So you got you got the 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 assignment. It's to be bold, yeah. and that is definitely very very bold. Yeah, Aaron Judge would like a word. Mike Trout would like a word. Jordan Alvarez would like a word. Although having said all that, uh, Otani you know, would like a word. Yeah, a lot of guys would like a word. But uh, really, you have. I mean, Brandon Lau. Not saying he's going to do this, but if he hit 39 home runs, really all it would take is an injury or two at the top. You know, Judge goes down with an injury, Trout goes down with an injury, and then 
you're right there, but it takes a lot more than that for yeah. uh, that to work out. So yes, I, I would, it is a bold prediction and we appreciate that. I do. That is not something I would bet upon uh, on bet online. How, how about you? Which one of those do you think could possibly um, happen? I was thinking of what uh, Alex Mullins had to say of Jordan winning the triple crown in 2023. I mean, he's not that, that far off. I mean, what did he put forth this past season he hit 306 with 37 homers and and 97 rbis and i know he's never going to hit 60 homers in a season like aaron judge but again aaron judge any one injury one injury and that can change the entire complexion of the league and it doesn't and just because aaron just just hit 62 that doesn't mean that that should be the the expected output i know yankee fans now think that that's (laughs) because yankee fans work that way um and most fans do uh yeah. Oh, that's going to be 62. That's that's now what we're expecting from Aaron. No, that was historic. That was historic. And if it's historic, that yeah. that means that it doesn't happen every day. So, uh, you know, uh, I I do think the Rays actually, Rays fandom has done that a little bit with Brendan Lau. He hit 39, so they're just expecting Brendan Lau yeah. to just hit 40 bombs every year. There's a lot of love for the, the Rangers winning the AL West, which I really don't know what to think about it. I mean, all I think of when I hear the Texas Rangers is, I mean, spending a lot of money and not really getting a lot of output this past season, but just what Nate Lowe has done for them. I mean, I mean he was legitimately like one of the best sluggers in the second half last season. Yeah. And it just a uh, little bit of a uh, little bit of seller's remorse there of that, you know, we need a first baseman that can put up those types of numbers. Where is he? And Nate Lowe is right there. And from the left side too. From the left side too. And 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 they just wanted G Man Choi. They they prefer the defense and offensive combination of G Man Choi than the defensive and offensive output for Nate Lowe. Maybe they yeah. never thought Nate Lowe would or Nathaniel Lowe uh would become this guy. Maybe they they just didn't believe it. And so which kind of makes me uh a little bit worry uh or weary of um of selling <laughs> low yeah. on Josh Lowe. Cause if the brother has this talent, like maybe we that's should true. be a little bit more patient with Josh Lowe people. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a really good point because I mean, Josh Lowe re- or Nate Lowe didn't really find his footing until 2021 with the Texas Rangers. And maybe it was just a, a case of, I need a, I need to go to a place where I basically have the job and I get to play every day as opposed yeah. to, uh, you know, the, the most whole most guys need that mess most guys need yeah. that you know uh all right so there it is for bold predictions now it being a friday episode we also have baseball trivia and name that war uh my baseball trivia question ulysses does have to pertain to home runs and second basement uh i have in front of me a list of 10 second basemen who have hit 250 home runs or more in their career i need you to name five of those gentlemen jeff kent jeff kent is the clubhouse leader with 377 craig biggio craig biggio all the famer by the way is fourth on the list with 291 alomar Roberto Alomar is not on this list. Strike one. Damn. Damn. 
250. Okay, let me do some quick math. Does, it, does Jose Altuve have enough? Let me see. Uh, if he's been in the league for like 10 years, he's averaged like 20. That'd be 200. Nah, but he's gone over 20 a few times. Uh, but it just seems like he wouldn't hit 250. I'm going to go Jose Altuve. Jose Altuve is not on this list. Strike two. Am I looking at any active players on the list? Active players. Uh, maybe one, but you should be focusing on Hall Past. of Famers or retired players. Robinson Cano. All very good players. Uh, Robinson Cano is on this list. That was the one I was iffy yeah. about. Uh, 335 home runs. So, so you have three. three correct, two strikes. I need two more of the ten names. Oh, man. Now, this one, you got me. I'm thinking, okay, Hall of Famers, Hall of Famers, second base Hall of Famers. Now, not all of them are Hall of Famers, but there's a good number. Okay. Um, damn. Who's that Detroit Tiger from, like, the 80s? No, uh, Luis Castillo is not on this list. <laughs> Florida Marlins uh, legend is not on this list. I mean, he kind of uh, is a, a Florida Marlins legend, actually. Yeah, he really is. Yeah. He really is. Uh, Mets, Phillies, Phillies, Phillies. Who was that? Chase Udley? Does Chase Udley make it? Chase Udley. Chase Udley is correct he is number seven on the list with 259 dingers okay baby okay baby we're in the game we're in the game um let's go through okay white Sox. uh second base number white Sox. no royals no wait royals I think he has the numbers, but I don't know if he played enough second base or did he play second base? Um, Robin Yount? What did Robin Yount play? Man, I'm uh, struggling. Need a... I'm sorry? I'm struggling. I'm going to go with. Need a name. Paul Need a nombre. Who? Paul Molitor. <laughs> Paul Molitor. I don't know if he even plays. Is not base. on this list. Strike three. You were so <sighs> close. Um, I'll run through the top ten here. Jeff Kent, you got correct. Robinson Cano, you got correct. Somebody named Rogers Hornsby is on this list with mm -hmm. 301. Craig Biggio, you got correct. We've talked about this guy. I think we dedicated like a full episode to this guy. <sighs> Ryan Sandberg, 282 home runs hall of famer uh joe morgan mm. hall of famer 268 yeah. dingers chase utley you got correct number eight 
He was a stud during Chase Utley's era, and you've watched many games of this guy. Ian Kinsler, 257 home runs. Uh, somebody named Joe Gordon, who's in the Hall of Fame, who I've never heard of, played uh, old-timer. Uh, and then number 10, Brett Boone with 252 home runs. Okay, I should have gotten a couple of those. However, can, to my defense, can I tell you that Paul Molitor did play second base and he did have 234 home runs. So I do okay, want to but say this that. Is two, yeah, yeah, no, you're you were on the right track. He just needed another 13, 14, 15 more and he would have made this list. Yeah, I know. It's a shame. It's a shame. Okay, so, that was a really good question, though. Really good question. Thank you. Really good. Um, okay, so for Name That War, which is where we take a player from the past and we try to go into our mind, into our baseball archives, and guess what their career uh, war is based on baseball reference. This player today will be Freddie Sanchez. What is Freddie oh Sanchez's career war according to baseball reference? Well, tell me if I'm right here. He played for the Pirates and the Giants, definitely. Mm -hmm. uh, he was primarily a second baseman? Yep. Okay. Well, I guess we're just all over second baseman on trivia. Name that word. I guess today. so. Uh, one, he must Middle infield. I mean, he moved around. But okay. yeah, he played second base, but he also He won around. at least one ring. Correct. I don't know if I can tell you that. But yes, he did. Okay. I know that um, he was on that uh, short-lived Showtime show. Oh, what was it called? Franchise. The Franchise. <sighs> so that good. That featured the Giants and the Marlins. Yeah, it was terrific. And it, yeah. really, if baseball wanted to do themselves a favor and get some publicity, a la Hard Knocks for the NFL, you would keep doing that. But yep. uh, the uh, league doesn't quite know how to market itself to its potential. But they still make billions upon billions of dollars so i don't know if they care um freddie sanchez man mm -hmm. i think he was just a solid solid player had to play at least a decade in the league um i don't know if he ever made an all-star appearance if he did like maybe one two at the most um i'm gonna just kind of a slash line that's percolating in my head here probably like 274 career average he probably had like 130 homers might have had like 100 stolen bases um i don't know if he won a gold glove or not but um all that said i'm going to say he put together a career war of 23. you really liked freddie sanchez oh. on this uh wow. I will say he did not have over 100 stolen bases. He actually had 13 in his career. Cool. Uh, he did not have over 100 home runs. He had 48 home runs. Wow. He was a batting uh, uh, champ. He won it in 2006, which was the first year of three years where he was an all-star. He won it with 344. His career line was a 297, 335, 413. That's a 748 OPS, a 98 OPS plus. And his career war, according to baseball reference, is 15.8. 15.8. Not bad. Not bad career. I was off the mark and gave him a little bit too much credit. Um, I don't know why I had such high aspirations of Freddy Sanchez, but. Me too, though. That is. Me a, too. I, yeah. 
I was surprised. I was like, 15? I, I thought he was really, really solid, but I guess just solid. Hey, well, he'll take it. I'm sure he made millions upon millions of dollars in his career. He has those multiple all-star appearances. He has that ring. He has, uh, I would think, everything he pretty much needs. He was... Uh, he was on that TV show too, so he's got that going for him. So batting title, uh, World Series, three-time All-Star, pretty good career. And you want to uh, take a gander at how much money he made uh, in his career, according to mm, Baseball Reference? I'd say like thirty million. You'd be right on the money. Thirty-two point one. Very nice. Wow. Great career, Amazing. man. Good for you, Freddie. Yeah. Good for you, Freddie. And here's what I want to know: who hit more who hit more home runs in their career, Freddie Sanchez or Luis Castillo? I would say even Freddie Sanchez still hit more home runs. In I would career. think I would think Freddie Sanchez takes that, but yeah. just by a smidge. But Luis Castillo has the higher career WAR. I believe so. Yeah, yeah it has to be. Absolutely. Yep, he does. All right, uh, <laughs> that man that might have to be the next name that WAR, Luis Castillo. So nobody okay. looked that up. Uh, thank you for making the Locked On Rays podcast your very first listen every day. Now make your second listen, the Locked On MLB Prospects podcast. That is also free and available on all platforms. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we will talk to you next week.